So, here we are now, as I always say, and today I'd like us to make a rather large admission of failure. It's something that we really all have to recognize for ourselves, individually and also collectively. And this is, from the way that we're looking at it today, from the point of view this game of images and how I think about this or how I came to this is to realize that taking a photo doesn't work. This whole game of images has failed and this is what I want us to admit. This is what I want quite in some ways, sadly, for us to recognize for ourselves, because it is a failure. And it's not a failure without hope, I don't believe. I believe there is a solution, there is a step forward, there is a way beyond this. And if we look at this, just just from like the broadest, simplest way, in the most fundamental basic sense. We have this thing, which is the internet. And this technology is interacting with us. And the basic logic is, we say, how do we work? What are humans? How does the mind work? What's driving them? And the internet's answer to that is, well, they work with images, with sight, and with sound. So images are used on the internet, along with sound, which is basically what video is, right? It's just images and sounds. And the logic there would be, well, if we have better images more condensed images, a more variety of images, there's more information, then we should work better, shouldn't we? Right? If you have a mind and you say, okay, this mind, it runs on images and sounds, so therefore it should run better if there are more images and more sounds. That's the logic. Now, of course, I will mention that One thing I'm leaving out is a kind of cognition, and that might be our third sort of large component. So if we talk about language, and we just leave language off the cards just for this conversation, then we can go ahead with what we're trying to make as a point here. But to say that, well, if it were anything else... You would want to see the results. You would want to see the success. Why haven't we seen the success of the internet? Why haven't we seen the glory, the the coming to enlightenment, the mass euphoria, the mass celebration of this amazing technology that has solved all our problems. 
If you have a computer and you say, all right, well, this computer needs more operating system capability to be better and then more software and more of everything to be better and we give it that and then it becomes confused and it stops working and it becomes dysfunctional in a variety of different ways, then you would say, well, our approach isn't working. It's the whole approach. It's the whole underlying assumption or set of assumptions that we're working with. Now, of course, I talk about this as if it's like someone has sat back and said, we should invent the internet, what's it going to look like, and here it is, and then built it, and then give it, given it to us on a silver platter. And of course, it's not like that at all. We are inside the great chain of being that is ever-evolving as this giant river which meanders more than it <laughs> progresses. But if we look at, well, what is the result? What is the result? What is the effect of having more images? You can see more things on your little screen than any human pre-internet technology could have ever seen. If they had traveled, even if they had traveled the whole world, there's more information on that screen than you could ever see. Now, when it comes to the difference between traveling and taking information in from a screen, there is a large difference there as well. And that is exactly my point. That is exactly why I see this as an admission that taking a photo doesn't work. That's the individual realization of this. That's the moment where you actually bridge this difference for yourself. But to really hit home this point, look at the result. Look at what's happened. Look at what we've got. We don't have mass happiness. We don't have a mass of celebrations. We don't have millions and millions and billions of people who are living their lives absolutely relieved. Absolutely relieved at the suffering that the internet has alleviated for them. In fact, we have so much of the opposite. We have anxiety. We have depression. We have social upheaval. We have ideology, groupthink, echo chambers, fear, news cycles, distrust, in institutions, and need I go on? How long is that list of the problems that have come? And you might say, well, the problem is not the system. The problem is the, the, the actual content. It is actually good that we're having more information. We just need the right ideas. We just need the right beliefs. And that is one argument, but I believe... If we're looking at this from a much deeper level, then we can see something much more fundamental, if that's not too much of a tautology. And to realize this for yourself really is possible 
and in fact quite easy once it's apparent. And it is to realize that when you take a photo, when you actually bridge reality to this device, when you're trying to make that leap from your experience to the internet, then you see there's a a gargantuan difference. Now, at first, it seems great, right? The first time you get a phone, a smartphone, which has a camera, right? The first time, if you can remember, the first time you got one of those, it was amazing. It was this high-definition camera, as good as any sort of camera of the day in your pocket and it was available all of the time. You could just whip it out and in a flick of a button you've got this great image on this screen. You can you can photograph as much as you want. It's all digital, so there's no limit to it. And it is this incredible thing. Wow. I can document my life. I can document my experience in high definition and then share it with the world. It's so much more accessible everywhere else, right? This whole thing, that that basically is the crux of social media. That is the basic sort of staple of what we're all running on. But here's the thing that sneaks in. If you've got any sense of deeper perception, any sense of, well, what it really means to experience something, what seeps in is that the photo didn't actually capture that moment. It didn't really quite sum it up. It's almost like, ah, you really had to be there to appreciate the significance of that photo. And artists notice this quite acutely, because artists, in the fine arts particularly, are visually based, they're image based, and they realize that, well, they've got this image that they've constructed, and now they have to bridge that to the internet, to their audience, to the world, via the technology, and the difference is gargantuan. And that, in a sense, (laughs) it, it started its own kind of art form, which is how do you take photos of your art, and in fact that becomes more important. The visual artists that are successful in the internet sphere are not necessarily the ones that are conveying any sort of deep message or even with some sort of technical skill. Of course, that still goes a long way. But they're the ones who can take some sort of photo in a certain way that will respond in a certain way. And this is something you can realize. I mean, this is something you have to realize as a photographer. I mean, every photographer has realized this. They've realized that they can see something, they look at something, and they see, okay, that is a great image that I need to convey via the camera. But if I just, if you just point the camera out from your eyes... And, and straight onto what it is that you're seeing, then that doesn't capture it. That doesn't get to it. 
There's something lost in that. And a photographer is someone who can actually use lighting and composition and different angles and different lenses and create moods and really pick their moment and do all these different things to actually capture something from the moment which is beyond the photo. It's more than just looking at, well, what it is that's in front of you. Another, another way of understanding this is that when someone does a portrait, when someone paints a portrait, they don't necessarily capture exactly what they look like. They capture their personality. The choice of what expression to have them in. The choice of what colours to paint them in. The choice of what sort of brush strokes to use, whether they're very large, big, thick brush strokes or very detailed, or whether they're rough, what sort of energy, what sort of flow, what sort of movement they have to them. This is exactly what's going on with the photographer. And to realise this for yourself, to actually say, okay, well, I'm in this position, right? I've got my phone, I've got my camera, I've got access to the internet, and I'm bridging that. But there is a difference. Well, that in itself is to realize that images don't work. Because to craft something as an artist, that is a discipline. That is a creative endeavor. And we have to be, with our own lives beyond art. We can't be caught up in that process. We have to be able to say there is something that can't be captured. Now, to get back to how important this is on a societal level and what this means on a societal level, for us to have so many images and so much information and in so many ways a disconnect from what is really happening to what we are told is happening, that is to realize that this process has failed. It is to realize that there's something not working with this phenomenon. There's something left out. And when you realize that, I would say to you that then that is your call to come to something deeper. That is your call to actually say, how do I get myself out of this? How do I actually see beyond this? So that instead of turning up at an event... And taking a photo because you're enjoying that event so much. And then later looking back and realizing, well, that photo didn't really capture the moment. It wasn't quite what I thought it was. Instead of all that, actually just turning up to the event and enjoying the event. Actually perceiving the event 
actually having the event as a part of your life, being present for it. That is your call if you can sense that taking a photo doesn't quite work. Now, there are technologies which work with things beyond just the senses of sight and sound. We now have (laughs) companies that are working with body suits so that you can sense things through your body and they send vibrations or these sort of tingling microscopic electric shock sort of things. I don't really know exactly how they work, but basically they're working with this idea that, well, we don't experience reality only through our eyes and our ears. We actually feel it. So why don't we create a technology which works with that, right? So this is the same logic, just extended a little bit. And I would say, well, we're still on the same plane of reasoning when we're doing that. We're still under the underlying assumption that the outside world needs to be enhanced and condensed and amplified and then fed to us. And the opposite of that assumption, which is the way out of this, which is the solution to this failure of the internet, it is to realize that our perceptions don't need enhancing from the outside. Our perceptions work fine, right? You're never going to have something in higher definition than your eyes see it. And even if you could, right, even if we say, well, actually, Dosta, there's a technology which they're creating, which is where you put the glasses on and you do see in higher definition than what you see with your naked eye. That's coming. That might very much be just around the corner. But that, again, is still that same plane of reasoning. It's that same level of assumptions as taking a photo, as recording sound, recording video, putting on the bodysuit that gives you a buzzing sensation. And really, the whole thing we need to do is to turn in. We need to look at, well, what is it that we're actually doing to process the information within our minds? What is it that we're actually doing to enhance our perception from our individual, natural, personal experience? And you get a really good sense of this difference if you go off and you spend a few days without your technology. 
particularly if you do this in nature. If you go out and you go camping, and you're just around the trees and the birds and the creeks, and you don't look at a screen, you don't watch videos, you don't have on your electric bodysuit which enhances your music, and you come back and you will notice that there's something extremely distasteful about taking things in from a little screen. So, those are a few thoughts from today. I do feel that there's more to say on this. This is a very big issue. This is very much an epistemic component of our current humanity. So, we will speak about this again very soon. So, thanks very much. I hope you're having a good day. And that's all I have to say for now.